Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball Podcast with your boy GD. In this episode, I'll be going around the Eastern Conference, give you some quick looks at all of the teams in the East, and I give you my assessment of all that's going on. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys. It's your boy GD back once again with the All Things Basketball Podcast. And it's been about a month or so. So we're going to go around the league and we're going to take a look at all of the teams. You know, quick tidbits to talk about in terms of the teams. And we'll just take it from there. Right now we're in the midst of that in-season tournament. I'll probably talk about that when everything is said and done with that in there. Heading to Vegas for the knockout rounds, I guess, if you will. In any case, let's get right into it, guys. We're going to start in the East. We'll start with the Atlantic Division. And we'll start talking about the Philadelphia 76ers, who right now pretty much had a feeling that Tyrese Maxey was headed for a breakout season, especially once you lost Harden. Once you traded him away. And actually, Tyrese Maxey has been very supportive of James Harden. He said he gave him a lot of good advice. He empowered him, so to speak, to have more confidence in himself in his game. So he credits Harden for that. For what it's worth, at least Harden was a good teammate to at least one person we know of. Tyrese Maxey right now is having that breakout season, guys. I think if things bode well for him, right now he's averaging 28 a game, over 7 assists, over 5 rebounds, with a steal and a block per game. Right now he is balling, guys. If he continues on this pace, uh, it'll be hard to keep him off an all-star team, that's for sure. Embiid, of course, is doing Embiid things. Your reigning MVP of the league, just playing well. And you're getting support from guys like DeAnthony Milton, Tobias Harris as well. Kelly Oubre, who was playing well for them, but he got hit by a car as a pedestrian. Well, it turns out he was on a bike and he got hit, even though now they're saying that's sketchy because where he said he got hit is not the place he got hit and in any event something happened to the man and he's working his way back nonetheless so uh, hopefully to get Kelly Oubre back and then this team will be really um, poised to make some noise I was completely wrong about Philly guys I was completely wrong I didn't see Tyrese Maxey playing out of his mind like he's playing right now. I did, definitely didn't see that. I knew he would improve, but I didn't see this. But kudos to Philly, man. They're, they're getting it done. So that's one of your top teams in that division. Coupled with the Boston Celtics, of course. And we all know about the additions they've had in terms of Chris Porzingis, who's playing pretty good for them. Drew Holiday, he's working himself in as well. Uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, their numbers are slightly down, but I think they're down because, you know, they're accommodating these 
two players who can bring some offense. So if that's the case, you definitely take that. You got role players as well. They're doing their job in terms of Derek White. I thought he might take a slight hit with the arrivals of these guys, but that's not the case. You got bench help from Sam Hauser, Peyton Pritchard as well, Al Horford, who's pretty long in the tooth, guys. So you would like to get another big in there just in case, especially if something were to happen to Porzingis. You know, he has the injury history, of course, so you would like to have another big around. So we'll see how that transpires. But nonetheless, Boston is playing well and amongst the top teams in the East. Then we talk about my New York Knicks. They got off to a slow start due to Randall, his struggles. Actually, he shot the ball very poorly in the first few games. And also, too, he's still trying to get himself his legs under him. Remember, he had the ankle injury, the one that required surgery in the offseason. So he's still getting himself right. And then also you had R.J. Barrett, who's missed a few games here. And he's suffering from migraines, from what I understand. It'll be a touch-and-go situation. When he's been in there, he's been playing well. Jalen Brunson, still looking great. Still the catalyst. Still the one who gets these guys going. Emmanuel quickly continuing his stellar play from the bench. He's been playing well. Bench guys as a whole has been playing well. DiVincenzo, he's fitting in nicely, guys. In fact, he had a start a couple of nights ago, and he shot the lights out. 25 points, made seven threes in that game, actually. Mitchell Robinson, he's being talked about in the early running for Defensive Player of the Year. That's how well he's been playing in the middle, guys. Quentin Grimes, I think he still needs more touches. If you ask me, he could definitely use more touches, that's for sure. Off the court for the Knicks, craziness going on. Mark Jackson was supposed to start calling games. There's been reports leaked that he wasn't allowed on the plane and all kind of craziness. Then Mark Jackson had to go on IG Live and kind of correct it, saying that, he had turned down the job about a week or so ago, and it could have been because of that that he wasn't allowed to be on the team playing. And he has history with one of the assistant coaches, and it's just a adulterated mess. So all in all, you have no Mark Jackson now, and it seems like this forces out there that's out to get him still trying to keep him from being employed. Which seems weird because he was with ESPN all those years working as an analyst, but nonetheless, so you have that going on there. And I just got word that the owner, James Dolan, he is no longer on the board of governors. Stepped down from that because he has that lawsuit going against Toronto. We'll see what we make of that, but nonetheless... The Knicks are battling to be amongst those top six, as I told you guys. You want to be in the top six spots, so they're battling their way to maintaining in that regard. The Brooklyn Nets, right now, they're a team that's 
will probably continue to struggle because they don't have that true alpha. Right now, Mikael Bridges' numbers are slightly down. That could be a myriad of reasons. Also, you have Ben Simmons, who was playing the first few games, but he's been out now about four or five games and counting. And that's been because of injury, of course. Of course, you want to treat him with kid gloves and see what happens with that. You just got a couple of guys back. You got Nick Claxton back. He missed the first nine games. And then Cam Johnson, he missed the first seven games. Nick Claxton with the ankle. Cam Johnson with the calf injury. So they're back. So maybe that will help things as far as uh, the team and record goes. Cam has played well starting the season. But he's been out as of recently because of an ankle injury. So you got guys shuffling in and out of lineups. Uh, Lonnie Walker, the fourth, he's playing well for them. He was a free agent pickup for them. think it's going to be touch and go with the Nets. So we'll see what happens there. And then you have the Toronto Raptors. Team, I'm still trying to figure out what they are. Pascal Siakam, he's had a slow start, but he's starting to come on as of recently. Scotty Barnes seems like he's in the midst of a breakout season. He's about at 20 points per game, nine rebounds, about six assists, and he has the defensive numbers as well. OG Anunobi, he's slightly down, and he's been in our lineup with injury also. Dennis Schroeder. He's playing well. He's had a bit of a resurgence now. Remember, he's with the Lakers last season and seemed like he's more confident now being with the Raptors. But the Raptors, although they're right now lodged in last place, I know I predicted them last place, but this division's going to be tough anyway, so it could very well they can leap above the nets maybe who knows but you got to get all-star play from siakam that's it has to start there for them guys with that said let's move to the central division central division has been very interesting you have indiana up there with milwaukee right now they're the surprise team of the east guys and this team goes as tyrese hollyburton goes who's playing fantastic, guys. They're getting balance from their number three guy all the way to their number nine guy, and that's been helping. Obi Toppin, he's been starting, but, you know, he's been getting pushed a bit by the other guys. You got guys like Aaron Nesmith, Andrew Nimhart there as well. They still have Buddy Heald in the fold. Of course, you have Miles Turner in the middle. Jalen Smith, you still have. But this team to be up there, you know, it's a bit of a surprise. But, you know, Rick Carlisle, the man can coach. You give him talent, he can coach. So, I think, again, Tyrese Hollyburton, he's like the Jalen Brunson for that team. He's that much important for the Indiana Pacers. Then you have the Milwaukee Bucks, who's kind of struggled a bit, if you really think about it. You need more production outside of 
Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Damian Lillard. It seems like Chris Middleton's slightly coming around. He had a good game the last game there. Brooke Lopez had a slow start as well, but it seems like he's rounding out. I think it's just a matter of everyone getting used to the Dame Lillard factor, him being on the team, not having that kind of player. So I guess it takes a little time for them to gain a chemistry, if you will. But I think before long, the cream will rise to the top and you'll see Milwaukee start to take off eventually. The Cleveland Cavaliers, they've had guys missing games as well. You had Darius Garland miss some games with his hamstring. Also, Jared Allen, he missed the first five games with an ankle injury. Matt Struess has been solid, but from the field, he's been very inefficient. Of course, Evan Mobley, he's been playing well. Donovan Mitchell's being Donovan Mitchell, doing his thing. But this team, they'll be in the mix. You know, you have that kind of talent, they will be in the mix. But J.B. Bickerstaff, he's going to have to get these guys sailing in the right direction. Again, it's early, but you want to start making those strides towards improving. And you want to do that kind of sooner than later. Then you have the Chicago Bulls, who I say still is without a playmaker right now. Could there be a case where their top three guys are broken up eventually? I think it could happen, guys. You're already hearing disenchantment from Zach Levine. So it could be a matter of time before he's moved. Uh, Maybe it waits all the way up to the trade deadline. But I think something will happen in terms of I don't see the Chicago Bulls coming out of that trade deadline without trading at least one or two of those guys. That's the way I'm seeing it. Between uh, Levine, DeMar DeRozan, and Nikola Vucevic. I think one of those three, if not a couple of those three, get moved. Uh, So that's the Chicago story. And then you have Detroit. Monty Williams, right now, he's shuffling guys in and out of the lineup. Right now, you got Killian Hayes starting over Jaden Ivey, which I don't understand. But I just recently saw Jaden Ivey back in the starting lineup. So, uh, I guess Monty Williams trying to get a feel for this squad. Kay Cunningham is officially back. He's playing well. Osar Thompson, he's been as good as advertised, guys. And... I don't mean in terms of the scoring. He's giving you like the rebounding. The He's giving you the defensive numbers as well. And he's forced Monty's hand to where he has to start the kid. So, but the kid has been playing that well. Then you have up and coming big man, Jalen Duran. You have him there as well. Still haven't seen Bojan Bogdanovic. But I would imagine he makes his appearance soon. We'll see. But even with that, Detroit is still languishing behind the other teams in the Central. So Monty Williams still trying to figure out this roster here. So that is your Central Division there. And then we will talk about the South Division. On top of there, pretty much, 
Actually, it's been kind of a three-headed race here, guys. Of course, you have Miami there. Of course, sure, they could have used team. That would have really put them head and shoulders above the rest. But uh, what can you do there? Uh, Bam Adebayo's playing well, as well as Tyler Hero. He's really had a good start to the season. Khalid Martin, he has yet to play because of that knee injury, but it seems like he's inching his way back. Jimmy Butler has had a slow start for them, and they really need him to pick it up because that's your catalyst right there. So Jimmy Butler, he needs to pick up his play. In terms of Atlanta, it seems like Trey Young and DeJounte Murray are gelling together now. Trey, of course, as always, he can always shoot better. Right now, his percentages from the field and from three-point range are pretty much abysmal. But, you know, he takes so many shots that, you know, he'll get his 25 points per game based on the amount of shots he's hoisting. Right now, you're getting good balance from guys like Jalen Johnson, who actually looks good, guys. The young man is looking good. Sadiq Bey is playing well. DeAndre Hunter. And also you have Bogdan Bogdanovich, the other one, who's coming off the bench and giving them some punch there. Of course, you have the two-headed attack of Capella and Okongwu, who's playing in the middle there. Atlanta, hanging around, that's for sure. And then the third team is the Orlando Magic. Jamal Mosley is really coaching up those young guys. They're no longer the pushovers that they used to be, guys. They're, they're formidable. And you got a nice foundation there with Paolo Boncaro and Franz Wagner. Uh, Franz, of course, he can be more efficient as well. Uh, he's shooting a little over 40% from the field. You'd like to see that go up. You still have injury concerns with Markel Fultz. It seems like that's always par for the course with him. And then Wendell Carter Jr., he's out with a hand injury. And then, of course, you had the precarious situations with Jonathan Isaac. But guys have been stepping up. Jalen Suggs, we've had the Jalen Suggs sighting, guys, and he's playing well. Guys like Cole Anthony there as well. So this team is, again, they're not the doormats that they used to be, guys. They're a tough team when they're on your schedule. Then we move to the Charlotte Hornets. Right now, they're towards the bottom of that division. LaMelo Ball is back, but his numbers are down. And then you have Terry Rozier, who's going to miss some games there. He has the groin injury there. Miles Bridges just made his return back, guys. So he's back in there. <laughs> Looks like he's ready, guys. He's been contributing for them so far. Gordon Haywood has been healthy. That's been a help. Brandon Miller, their high draft choice. He's showing flashes. Mark Williams in his second year, you see the improvement there. But there's always room for more improvement, of course. P.J. Washington, he's been up and down. So this team, they're going to take their lumps. They're going to take their bumps. But again, with the... Terry Rozier injury that doesn't help matters for them and then you have the Washington Wizards 
who actually had the second worst record in the East. Been very disappointing so far. Jordan Poole and Tyus Jones are among the underachievers with that team. I thought both guys would be playing better. Maybe it's just a matter of them getting acclimated with one another. And then we saw Jordan Poole. I saw a clip of this. I couldn't believe it. Him during a timeout. Seemed like he's doing everything in the world but concentrating on the play. He actually missed the design play that was being laid out by his coach, Wes Unsell Jr. And then amongst the things he was saying in the huddle was, it's his team. I'm like, no, it's not. Actually, it's Kyle Kuzma's team more so than yours, Jordan Poole. But, you know, people will say, yeah, that's why Draymond punched him in the mouth. I'm like, I don't know if I go there. But, you know, he's a cocky guy. But he has to acclimate himself with his teammates and help this team improve. We'll see what happens there. But Kyle Kuzma, right now, he's playing very well for them. And you're getting contributions from other guys as well. So that's the story with the Washington Wizards. All right, guys. So that is it for this episode. I'm going to give you the Western Conference as well. I'll get to that. So, uh, again, guys, I thank you for listening as always. GD, I'm back. I'm back in the fold now. Uh, It was a case of life was lifing at the time. So, that kind of kept me away a little bit. But I did want a month of the season to go by before I can kind of break things down. So, with that said, we looked at the East. The West is up next. All right, guys. So, until then... We'll talk soon. Take care. Hello, my peeps. Thank you for listening and supporting the All Things Basketball with GD podcast. You can find us on our website, allthingsbasketballwithgd.com. You could also email us at thatsportsdugd at gmail.com. Also, listen and watch us on YouTube, All Things Basketball GD. Hit the like button when you see our videos. Also write a blurb about our show. You can listen to us on all podcast platforms, including Spotify and Apple. Leave a review for us at Apple. On the website, you can support us by hitting the Buy Me a Coffee button, support on Anchor button, or donate on PayPal. You can also support us by our cash app, GD That Sports Dude. Once again, I thank you for listening and supporting the show, and do take care.